blessings of love and respect we offer to all in times past and present who have opened the doors of wisdom, reuniting all beings with their intrinsic purity. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. The realization of this rosary ever expands the awakening of faith in the three jewels, Bodhi, Dharma, and Sangha. Bodhi, Sharanamirachami, Dutyami, Sava. I turn to the perfect nature of truth for guidance. Again and again, may it be so. I turn to the teachings for guidance. Again and yet again, may it be so. Sharanam Sharanam Gachami, Dutyami Gachami Sabha. I turn to the Holy Order for guidance. Again and yet again, may it be so. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Gugura, the noble truth of suffering. Gugura, Sadhaya, the noble truth of the origin of suffering. Gugura, Nirodha, the noble truth of the extinction of suffering. Gugura, Nirodha, Gamini, Kakibada. The noble truth of the path that leads to the extinction of suffering. So long as these four noble truths are not understood, we shall wander in sorrow and ignorance. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. All formations are transient, anisha. All formations are subject to suffering. All things are without the self. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Namo Homage to the wisdom in the heart. Form is not different from emptiness. Emptiness is not different from form. This is the teaching of our spiritual ancestors, Gautama Buddha, and all the great teachers who have transmitted the Dharma to this holy day. Blessed is the knowledge of emptiness. Homage to the devotees of this and all paths of self-purification. May all find simplicity the joyous and practical guide. The Dharma, being the contents of enlightenment, in which there is no bondage and no suffering, offers freedom from the cankers of ignorance and fear. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Sangha is the holy order of spiritual ancestors, Monks, priests, and then all those who follow and practice this path. Homage to the Sangha. Homage to all who are approaching this holy path. 
in karma, and I am supported by karma. Whatever I do creates karma, and I shall surely experience this karma. For all good acts, I do freely offer to all beings. To the Yamati, Tatiyamati, Sabaha. Again and again, may it be so. Willowliness is the name of the key to the gate of awakening. For even to awaken from deep sleep and face the day, there must be the willingness to do it. Here in my hand is the opportunity, and the way is clear beyond the gate of thought and desire. There is no self and other, as the awareness of pure, undisturbed consciousness slips into all consciousness.
I'm so grateful to be here, and uh, it's wonderful to see you, and to have a vision, and uh, just appreciating this body and this opportunity, just uh, so grateful to be born in this time, in this form, and and to, uh, to be part of this Sangha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, when we're here, there's so much gratitude, isn't there? That it's just a miracle to be alive. And we can rest in that miracle of being alive. Feel the gratitude of that life force to be embodied. And this, in particular, having this, what the egocentric chronic condition, self hate wants to call March Madness, having this. Opportunity this March to come and be, you know, uh-huh. participate. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of be participating in egocentricity's March Madness, <laughs> we have the opportunity to be here to participate in life. In life? Uh-huh. Yeah, as something different. To choose something different. Mm-hmm. And just so fun to how life is constantly reminding. Uh, us, how we don't know what's going to happen next. You know, getting here and the schedule being totally different. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's keep that one a secret for the next wave of people showing up, huh? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a practice focus, right? Yes. And really diving into recording and listening Mm -hmm. now. And knowing so okay about the past, it's just Whatever has brought me here in this moment for his life, just mm-hmm. and just so, so, so thankful, and um, just wanted to practice mm-hmm. for always. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yes, yeah. so your experience being, you have no idea what happens. To arrive and to be surprised that the entire focus, that the gift of life is to be, to have your focus on your practice. Right? And then to be able to willingly step into that and do it. To practice that. To get into recording and listening and in that experience to recognize that what went before actually has no relevance to now. Like in this moment, in this moment, what is this moment? What do I have in this moment? What are my choices in this moment? And to be able to live from that, yeah, just brings us to a great place of gratitude for everything we have. Yeah, so, so, so thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Pasha. Yes, I have to second gratitude for being here mm-hmm. for the monastery offering uh, March as a visiting monk intensive. Uh-huh. And it's uh, such a difference uh, from August. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, but you're celebrating being here now, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm seeing uh, um, also so many new things and colors mm-hmm. and uh, uh-huh. uh, plants are flowering mm-hmm. and uh, deers are in such a good shape, I project. Yeah. Uh, feeling yeah. healthy and with lots of water and food. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I, I feel uh, you know, so supported uh, in, in my body and my practice uh, and so fortunate uh, to live uh, you know, so close that uh, I can come here mm-hmm. and uh, uh, appreciate the practice that is going here uh, and, and continues and it feels like I, I'm replugging in into practice when mm-hmm. I'm coming here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that this is a place, this is our place of practice. It's like coming home. It doesn't matter when you come home, right? Whether it's March or August, yeah. it's the process of recognizing that it's recognizing mm-hmm. coming home and being mirrored in that way. Right? This is what I do. This is my practice. This is the place of that practice. And it's almost like a gasho, right? My heart and your heart are one, and we get to have that experience of coming together, falling into ourselves yes. in this place. Yes, at the same time, the um, uh, current conditioning is trying to say, um, uh, you know, like, Life is not working out perfectly, even like practice is, <laughs> you know, like you are failing practice, um, and also um, uh, uh, there was a long going story about, well, there must be like a better monastery somewhere. Oh, a better monastery? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Whereas, like, things are, like, for real, um, and, uh... You know, we have to stop and just think and you know, notice that, right? Here you are having the most wonderful time. Yes. And it plays that silly card. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, uh, I have no, um, I, I don't know, like, what's other moments I have to admit, um, 
I mean, the only thing that I saw like in pictures and movies. Um, but I haven't been to uh, to compare. And, uh, and that's an important point, right? Mm-hmm. The comparison is completely mental. Yes. There it must be a monastery yeah. <laughs> somewhere else. Yeah. You haven't been there. That's yeah. not your experience. Yeah. But it's all about taking you away from the experience of the monastery here. Well, actually, yeah. just now, right? That's all it is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the goal is to take into somewhere imaginary, and uh, I, I would leave. Uh, this here and now, and also not to take the opportunities that are here mm-hmm. while I'm thinking. And uh, I have an example of my friend practicing with me uh, uh, three years ago uh, quite intensely, and then uh, he wanted to go to the monastery and. Uh, even I shared, you know, he's a, he's a place where I go. Uh, he decided to go, like, somewhere in Asia, uh, you know, travel abroad. And, um, uh, and then he disappeared for a couple of years. We lost touch, and I thought, oh, okay, but so he must found that place where he is, uh, you know, practicing, doesn't have time to, like, talk to his friends. And uh, just last weekend, I find out that he is in India in prison for two years waiting for a trial on the drug charges. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, that um, reminds me that we cannot travel away from karma. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, uh, it's. It's here, uh, the practice, and here's my opportunity um, to to practice here instead of um, going to the story uh, that it's somewhere I can run away from uh, conditioning and find the ideal place where I'm going to be free from conditioning. Yes, Uh, it's such an important point. Right, Pasha, that, that's really what, uh, I think this is what Cherry said when she um, shot herself, mm-hmm. right? That's the ultimate exit, because what we're trying to escape is the voices in our head. And the way the voices try to keep us away from that is to dangle that ideal place, that ideal utopia where everything is going to be fine that we need to pursue so that we don't train not to be in relationship with it. Yes. Right? The, the prison is conditioning. The yeah. torturer, the abuser, is the conditioning that's happening in our head. Yeah. And the way to escape it is to find a different circumstance, mm-hmm. is what we're trained to believe. Yeah. And so, it's a double whammy, right? We're not here for what life is mm-hmm. like, for this monastery, for this love, for this practice. Yeah. And then, because we, we fall for, okay, it's not this, there's something out there, we spend our lives in the pursuit of that and get trained away from not listening to that voice. But not listening to, okay, what I need to be doing is not choosing that voice in my head, not pursuing some ideal place it's telling me to go to where my experience is going to be different. Yes, and it seems like when I get here to the monastery, the voices are louder. 
poor because I'm in cleaner environment, it they became more visible. Yeah. And I feel like, oh wow, why did I go on retreat to take a break from <laughs> the craziness and now I face even more craziness as I hear complaints about my job and my wife while I'm doing the cleaning. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's what we call going father, fair, and worse. Mm-hmm. Right? So when we remove all of the ways in which conditioning has orchestrated you yeah. not seeing it, mm-hmm. and we come to that place, now all of those, now it's completely exposed. So it seems to be louder, it seems to be escalating, but yeah. what it is is that the environment actually reflects it more. Yes. Which yeah. allows us to see it, which allows us to practice not choosing it, which allows us to even be aware that it's quietly operating in my life all this time, and now it's not so quiet, I can actually see it. Yes, it's amazing how much conversations uh, are in the head. Uh, so unnecessary, so uh, uh, like uh, like the quotes today um, on the card was uh, how the voices are droning the wisdom uh, by the loud uh, circus they're creating, uh, yeah. and and then of course it's hard to connect uh, with the heart because of this. Uh, uh, game that tries to disconnect and, and being here I see this loud and clear but what in, uh, kind of inspires me is uh, okay that's all that is there is like okay let's make it more more loud or clear you know it, 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 there is a limit there is that um, you know and but they can't do anything yeah. Uh, it's just the same and the same uh, thing. So, um, and then boom, I turn in attention to a flower. And this five petal flower with two uh, yellow and three purple with these marks and stripes. And it's like, yeah. it's so, um, um, yeah, it's such a three dimensional color, it's amazing. And boom, it just disappeared. Uh, I, I was totally free for a moment. Uh, yeah. Well, what you're ta- what you're pointing to is the process, right? So we we bring ourselves to a place like this because other, we cannot see what we're up against. Mm-hmm. It's const- our our daily life is constructed by those voices to ensure that we don't see it operating. Right? So we bring ourselves here, and then we train ourselves to that, when that silence amplifies what was otherwise hidden, mm-hmm. most people would turn and run. Yeah. But our practice, our training is to go, okay, well, this is what's there, this is what I'm going past. I don't have to turn and run just because that's clay. I train myself to go, okay, that's what happens when I move from a place where everything is supposed to quiet conditioning to yeah. everything is supposed to reveal conditioning. Yeah. And you've been on retreat often enough to know is I just have to wait it out. Yeah. It's not going to do anything to me. I'm just going to stay here. I know what will happen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden when there's no efforting, when there's no resisting, attention goes to something like a flower, right? It reveals itself to us. Yeah. And then we're, we're right where we need to be. 
just moving forward for this week. Thank you. Christine. Um, so I'm always also thrilled to be here and I really loved the the um, expansive schedule. Uh-huh. And um, before I came I think I remember Sherry, maybe Sherry mentioned come in March because the schedule is maybe she mentioned that. And so I brought with me five recorders because I can't remember which recorders what and when I recorded it. So I wanted to like label my recorders and I wanted to have time to listen to them. And um and I brought um, markers, uh, highlighters, you know, because I like, if I'm, if I'm working on the year-long retreat, I like to add some color to the day. Uh-huh. And so um, it's been so great. And it's, it's been awesome to have time. Well, I know I have time at home, but it's been awesome to, to take the time or to, to yeah. allow myself to do the assignments in a way that have been good. Uh-huh. It have allowed me to see all sorts of stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 Really great. Yes. That 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 um. There's a, a, the to put yourself in a retreat-like environment where the entire focus of your attention is your practice, right? Instead yeah. of squeezing in between breakfast and laundry and whatever else, the schedule takes care of all of those things that you need to do to take care of yourself. So that all your attention can just be here on doing the assignment and on listening to your order and just sort of swimming in your practice. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I just wanted to mention, um, it's the tendency of, of uh, conditioning to, uh, well, I've mentioned this before, to um, get me to noodle about things. Uh-huh. And... Um, and so at this point, the assignment that's the day 20, day 21, day 22 of the year-long retreat, and um, I made a poster and then I made a recording about um, making, so I'm making a change for good. Yeah. I think back to, what are we doing? <laughs> and I know that this month I'm caring for myself. Yes. And so, um, and so the assignment that threw me off a little bit, but I'm allowing it to like um, uh, change over time, kind of grow. I add to the poster, and then I say, oh, and then I write something else down. And um, and so the thing that threw me off a little bit was I'm supposed to come up with something that. Oh yeah, there's I gotta do it right. Uh huh. Um, I'm supposed. To, I'm coming up with something that isn't content related that I um, and then I'm making the change. I'm 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 um I'm um, <laughs> I'm right? <laughs> I'm, um, do, I'm making no not it. I'm um, making I'm doing a behavior change. Okay. Yeah. So I cho- I'm choosing a behavior change to practice daily. And um, it was it was a little bit difficult for me to so I so I did it a little bit backwards. I came up with actual behavior changes, the um, the content, and so that I could see what exactly could I put on the poster that isn't content. Is that 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I think the part of the excitement that is meant to throw conditioning off is the fact that you're choosing a behavior change that answers the question of the karma. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. That, that place, so what we did in the first uh, section of, the, of making a change was to identify the real core self-hating message the negation that's being kept in place. When you choose something like, I want to exercise every day. So we, we try to look at what is the process really that's happening around that. And so the next week's practice is simply focused on something that will assist you to contradict the message. It doesn't matter what the content is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So it's not about exercising or not exercising. It's simply about if all of that was related to a message that held me being an irresponsible human being, mm-hmm. then I want to be a responsible person who takes care of my body. Right? It was just a reframe of what am I practicing? Mm-hmm. And so how, may I just, this is one example um, that came up, which is, the voices say that um, something like uh, like school. I was in school, and uh, so then I that was priority thing. Something or some somebody which I got to get to work. Uh, that person's important. They're waiting for me. Is more important. Okay, so something is more important, and and so so I wanted to I wanted to have the experience of. Not forgetting this person? Exactly. Prioritizing you. Yeah. So if, so your behavior change practices to prioritize you by making sure you, I don't know, record and listen every day. When, you, mm-hmm. when this person wants to do that, the behavior change is to practice putting this person first in taking care of themselves. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so I think I did it right. is going out to um, somebody who might not like me or somebody who I need to please or something, something going on, I need to work or whatever it is. Some, my attention going outward to protect the survival system. Then, so I'm reminded on my poster to stop and look inward. What's going on? What's going on inside here? Yes. Yeah. this person. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Karen. Um, well, I too am just, uh, I'm feeling so grateful to be here, and it's just been um, amazing for me to, you know, to watch um, sort of what had to take place um, in order for me to just be 
Mm. You know, there was an adjustment. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. The focus of attention on the doing yes. um, requires a lot of adjusting yes. down to just be. Yeah. And then you, you, you arrive and there's nothing for you to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, uh, and oh my goodness. And, but the gift of this is beyond, beyond. Mm-hmm. And, um, but what I wanted to talk about it, two things. Um, first, that to me there's just, um, yesterday that it felt like there's just nothing, nothing more glorious than working in a Zen kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, with Sangha, mm-hmm. you know, and when I, so when the day was over and I, I went out to record about it, what I saw um, was just how glorious the whole thing was, that how, it, what, what it was about it is that we are all in there together working to end suffering. Mm-hmm. And the working meditation is the vehicle. Mm-hmm. It really isn't about the task mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not that we don't put attention to the task, but it's just, and it, it really, it took me to a place of seeing, um, you know, when I, when the, when the working meditation was over, I thought, this, this is, it, and I don't know how to connect it up today, because I'm not exactly there where I was yesterday, but um, it, it is, that we were all in there ending suffering in the world. Now, I don't know how to make that leap, but it was like, oh, this is how you end world hunger. Uh-huh. This is how you yeah, transform lives and end suffering. Yeah. Right? Living compassion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But it, I don't know why, it just felt so, um, the connection of, of, uh, just I don't know the enormity of how this this is the process of doing whatever it is. Yes, yes, in the and world. If, yes, and if I can if I can connect the dots that I have seen, right? So to be in the in the Zen kitchen, your experience was I'm not doing. The focus of the attention was being on being present, being so present. That what that feels like is we're all ending suffering because presence ends suffering. If everybody is there to do that, to choose presence rather than the voice in their head, then suffering ends for everybody in the moment, synchronously for everybody. We're all doing the same thing, doing being, choosing presence. Right? And so there's a visceral experience of if everyone is doing that, there's harmony. The task gets done, beautiful food gets created, and we're all in service. But the focus of attention is not on me, it's on being, on being, being animated in order to end suffering. And yes, that is the way it translates into ending world hunger or everything else, because it's the not what, but how. How we're doing it. What we're doing happens to be choosing presence. And it is enormous because it, it because it points to all of those complex, overwhelming problems that can't be solved. 
become, right? Because I could never solve them. No I could ever do it. And no we that's an I could either could do it either. Yeah. We all have to move to that other place that we all move to in the kitchen. Yeah. And, and it really, it is in those little, seemingly small, insignificant things yeah. of moving, you know, a box of tea. Mindfully. Mindfully, and putting it back mm-hmm. where it was. Well, and I was just and looking at that right now, I was actually writing about it, that it is, it is, um, it is that force of negation that's operating all the time that trivializes everything. Right? We even say, oh, it's that small, insignificant thing. Yeah. We can watch the self-hating, negating process that basically is taking something so monumental and reducing it to nothing. Yeah. So we won't value it, yeah. right? We won't look there, oh, it's so small. What difference can it make? Yeah, maybe just the ordinary, the, the little ordinary things that get glossed over, that get negated, yes. that get just disregarded, and that those, that's where it all is, because of course, in every moment, that's all we're ever doing. Yeah. It was it was wonderful, and I, I think part of what's been helping me see all that is um, in the year-long retreat, I've been working on bringing more awareness to meditation practice, and I've, I've been just describing how I'll sit, you know, and at home, but... It, you know, I'm sitting at home, but it's just, there's not a, it doesn't feel like there's a presence there, or I don't know. There's just a lot of distraction going on, even though I'm sitting there for 30 minutes and facing the wall. So I thought, I got here and I thought, you know, I really want to bring more awareness to that. So I've been, where I've really gotten to in meditation is um, kind of going back to the thinking, non-thinking mm-hmm. And also, to um, there's a resting place between the breaths, mm-hmm. you know, where we count. But there's a resting place mm-hmm. before each mm-hmm. breath, and there's such a stillness there. Mm-hmm. And um, and so anyway, thank you, year-long retreat, because it's been it's been making meditation, um, you know, like something I've been looking forward to because I have a practice that I'm doing. I'm I'm not only meditating, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. There's an inquiry there. There's an inquiry there, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That, that you are aware. It is your experience that sitting in meditation is is an extraordinary thing. It's the vehicle, right? We talk about ours is a sitting practice. If we're going to encounter the divine, we're going to encounter it while we're on cushion. Right? And so to recognize that something has been interfering with that for you and that you want to bring attention and awareness to that and here's a perfect opportunity to be guided to doing that process. Yeah. And so when we look at anything, we're paying attention. And what is attention other than a mode of love? Yeah. And so we fall into it because that's what we're, what that is what our awareness is expanded around. Yeah. 
And so the the uh, the attitude changes, right? You could watch it go from something that you do but is not resulting in what you think it should to, oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Right? It's the same movement of being in the kitchen and resolving world hunger and sitting on the cushion. It's the same process, right? We just shift the how. Yeah. And then the whole experience changes. Lovely to be here and thank you. Sequoia. So much with every contribution this morning. (laughs) Um, That the last conversation about um, being in the kitchen. um, I. It reminded me. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me um, that uh, some time ago we heard a little parable about, and I I don't remember the names of these women, so I'm just making this up. That. uh, we'll call her Madeline, was sitting at the feet of Jesus all the time and listening to what he had to say. Yeah. And Margaret was cooking. Yeah. You know, and she was cleaning and she was, you know, and she got her kind of bent out of shape. Yeah. And went to Jesus and said, you know, <laughs> I need a little help here. You know, Madeline's sitting at your feet all the time listening to everything you have to say and I'm yeah. holding it all together. And he said, Madeline has chosen the better path. Mm-hmm. And I, uh-oh. oh yeah, <laughs> 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 I've been sitting with that in the car. Like what, you know what? What? When do I get to choose? And what I got, I was recording about that last night, and what I got is exactly what it's just. It seems like it was pointing to that last conversation. That one is sitting at the feet of Jesus when one is present and no matter what yeah. what task one is doing. Yeah, it's the how, right? It's the how. And um, we shouldn't take Jesus as the same metaphor. Right, 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 right. It's just so and so it's like, oh okay, got it. You know, it's possible to sit as a feet of Jesus all the time and yes. or Buddha or you know. yeah, it's a state of being. It's yeah. a state of being. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I think the Hindu version of it in the Bhagavad Gita is everything is an act of worship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you do it with the attitude that everything is for, uh-huh. that is, all of life is doing everything for all of life. Um, yeah. And yeah. everything, every act is an act of worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I love what you just said about um, attention as a mode of love. Um, and I didn't say it. Well, what, whatever. <laughs> what was just said is, you know, attention is a mode of love. And yeah, that's just really beautiful. And um, and just quickly, and, I, and, and I'm not a little sure if this is like, I, I'm looking at the karmic process of getting it right, which just... You know, being the right person, getting it right, you know, it's just a, it's a big driver, uh, karmically. And, um, and so I've just been seeing that, I, uh, the most I can see about that so far is behind that is just this deep desire for love. You know, and if I, and if it's just, you know, get it right, if I do it right, then there's going to be all this love that's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And 
Well, it, it, there's, a, there's a way in which I don't know this is your experience, but say, so say if it's true. We can recognize the bamboo, right? Mm-hmm. And one, that, that, you could file that under this conditional. Mm-hmm. If X, then Y. Mm-hmm. And we know that that's not true. Mm-hmm. You could do it right all the time and you'd still not right. feel what the, what, it, what the conditional is promising Exactly. And worse, I project you know this, is that it just takes you, it, it puts you in that place of negation we're talking about, which implies and is reinforcing all the time that you are not and do not have love. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is what makes us go ask the question, Jesus, I, you know, I need some help here. I'm doing everything right. Why aren't you... And, and, he, and the reply is, choose the love. Choose the love. Doesn't matter, not choose me, but choose the love. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Don't choose what is not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And so there's nothing to see other than the fact that it's a construct that is keeping in place the belief that you don't have what you already do have. Yeah. And so as soon as we are aware of that, we just drop it and come back to, oh, I'm already sitting at the feet of Jesus. I'm already sitting at the feet of Jesus. I already am. Yeah, there's no question about it. Yeah. What animates me is what's animating Jesus. Mm -hmm. I can say that in the Buddhist monastery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, so I just wanted to, so the, the behavior change that came out of that to practice, I'm Madeline. I'm Madeline. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Not Margaret. Yeah. Right? I mean that I don't have to make the choice. I don't have to do something in order to get to sit at the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm here mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. So every time you have to do it right, that's the whole thing we're doing the year long retreat, right? Doing it right. What conditioning with what I want to do is, okay, now I don't have to have the conversation about doing it right because I'm always doing it right, or whatever right. crap that is. <laughs> but the point is, recognizing that the underlying thing that's being maintained is an absence of love in order for you not to know that love is all that is and all that you are, then choose the love all the time. My behavior changes. Yeah, yeah. Love is here. Love is here. Love is always here. I've never lost it. Mm-hmm. I've always had it. Mm-hmm. How do I internalize that mm-hmm. as my practice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, well, one of the, I don't know, so I check out. This is one of the things that dropped in as one of the ways to keep um, reaffirming that, that that love is that's here, just in a really concrete way, is that um, I, I, I practice, um, you know, loving whatever's in my hands and, you know, just to to reaffirm that that love is, you know, it's what you, to receive the love and to just give the love. And uh, it just dropped in that this form that I inhabit is never the recipient of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, um, I don't, uh, I, I don't use my hands and think, and love them for being there, or, or even, you know, uh, it touched my arm, or, you know, <laughs> to say, you know, just to realize, oh my gosh, there's this form, 
that's a vehicle for life mm-hmm. and to just love it mm-hmm. instead of letting it be a vehicle for ego. Uh-huh. And and so to just to just every day make a conscious um, choice to love it as a form for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah. So you're noticing that part of how that absence of love is maintained mm-hmm. is that there is no love directed to the form that embodies mm-hmm. life. Right. Because that form is usually inhabited by ego yeah. or associated to that. Right. And so to to have the behavior change of doing something very concrete like, oh, this is a wonderful pair of hands. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or even these hands are making that wonderful food that everyone is not, is so enjoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when in there is like some sensation that has been labeled as well as, you know, uncomfortable. I have to get rid of it, or you know, uh-huh. to just be have that be an opportunity to say, God, you know, yeah, wonder, I, yeah, wonder, wonder, wonder and I love you, and and yeah. and thank you, and yeah. and just yeah. So if I'm hearing you say what you're saying, Sigourney, it's, it's really important that it's framed that way because it's not that, uh, that, that, that there's a specific form to love, right. but there's an acknowledgement that what has been a conversation against it mm-hmm. can be turned into a conversation of love for it. Exactly. And that concretizes, that's the word, uh, that that shift in attention. Yeah, yeah. What was hated becomes what is loved. Exactly, and it just comes back into yeah, attention being a mode of love uh, instead of attention. Um, yeah, instead of attention being drawn into a condition, in condition conversation, of the mode of, of hate yeah. or mode of yeah, yeah. So, been looking at lots, lots. <laughs> Thank you, June. Well, I had something planned to say, but then the, the conversation turned to love, and it just all went out the window. <laughs> Isn't that good? Yeah, yeah, it was clever, and you know. <laughs> um, so I don't really know <laughs> quite what will come out of mouth. Um, Last year was the year of love for me, and it's uh, following its, what is the word, carrying over into this year. And the more, the more I look, the more I hear, and the less I know. Um, I think it's just way simpler. Then I tend to, you know, I guess I'm trying to figure it out. Mm. Trying to figure out what it's love. Am I doing it or not? Mm. Uh, Am I, am I, let's see. Am I looking for love? (laughs) 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 Um, Well, what I hear you say, right, Jim? At least I don't know if this is what you're saying, but I hear you say it. Is that the, to me, the unknowing is the only place we know love. That's the whole mystery of it. Because anywhere outside of that, that I'm looking for and trying to figure it out, all of those are in, in a conversation. Again, just writing about that. Nothing that's a mental construct 
can experience anything. And if we look at a mental construct for an experience of life, what are we going to get except a big no? That no is not the same as the not knowing of engaging with the mystery that is unconditional love. And so to be battling between those two places of a genuine loving unknowing to the no of a mental love, <laughs> we just calibrate. Yes, so as I sit here, I watch, I'm watching the level of what you just said is fantastic, you know, and then right with it is the mental figuring it out. Yeah. Or just clinging to it. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. And, and it's happening all the time, right? Most of the time it's either it's in one and rarely it's all of the other. But to recognize that the mystery is not life versus ego, but a continuum of it, and there's a place in that spectrum where the awareness can hold both. Yes. And it doesn't negate the mystery of it or the love of it. Yeah. Because that's the unconditional. It doesn't matter if my awareness of love is split in a portfolio of 70% awareness and 10%, I mean, 30% ego or vice versa. It doesn't change it. So I've also been looking at this process of getting it right. Getting it right? <laughs> Gosh! All these type A people, right? <laughs> I know what you call them. Maybe type A ego, uh, egos. Achievers. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I, you know, I'm looking at it also through the year-long retreat, and what I keep seeing is, is that, you know, obviously the process of getting it right is to take me away out of here in seeking of this thing, not to achieve that thing. <laughs> exactly. The seeking of it, not to achieve it, because I think the connection you're making is the seeking of it implies we never get it. Right. And, you know, because I've seen through practice that when I get it right, it's either not right or it's not acknowledged, so it actually never really happened. <laughs> what was the point of all that? Yes. And, and then, so, and to come back to the point of all it, it's simply for you not to be here. Right, right. And so, the behavior changes I've been looking at this year have all been about um, drops, noticing that, dropping it, getting here, and then looking to life. And the, it's just a, you know, it's like, I think it's today's assignment, right, in the yoga case, but do it. <laughs> and it's the same thing with this practice of behavior team, but doing it, it's got, it's got to do it, right? So if there's no, because having this, seeing the behavior change is here, you know, in some ways. Right? Yeah. It's a caveat yeah. there. Yeah. But if I don't do anything with it, it's... Why well, even have seen that? It's the same process of the last conversation yeah. that the, the behavior change is a physical thing. Right. <laughs> it's an actual doing. It's not a mental thing. Right. Because in the mind, nothing changes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And Go rapidly there, but yeah. But it's such a risk. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that and that the practice of actually showing up and attending to the behavior change day after day, it 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 to me it's like it's a it's a it's a rewiring process. It transforms right? the consciousness. Right. Yeah. And so conditioning, you know, in this you know getting it right groove, that's a deep long groove, right? And so it's not that it, it has to stay that way, but it's it needs to be reworked. Yeah. And and there's like a, I know that there's a um, I was recording about this recently of you know there's someone who wants to like you know just have the awareness and then I'm done <laughs> right. Yeah. And and I was kind of seeing how I can kind of take care of that one, but not act out of that one. Yes. Identify with that one and instead really commit to just the practice, the daily moment by moment practice, whatever it is, because that's the only thing that, that works. Yes. So I, I heard you say something really important, right, about that there is an awareness of someone who wants to wants to have the awareness and be done, mm-hmm. right? And you can take care of that. Because I project and not act out of it. Because acting out of it only fosters the groove that you know that in, in a deeper level of awareness, you're starving, right? right? The process of starving that groove is what what no longer allows it to be active. And if we really pay attention, what we take that that thing that we take care of is part of a path to keeping the groove alive. Yeah, I was just saying that as you were saying that because you know it is. I think that they they arose at the same, same time. time. You know that the the protection of I need to figure this thing out because somehow I'm not doing what I should be doing in life. And then this one who's like, well, this is this is what we know. This is the process that we know. This is what's going to keep us safe. Yeah. And dropping and 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 not and to bring more awareness to that. Yes. You know, taking care of whatever needs to be taken care of there, but not living from there. That's right. And the taking care of is in some way. My 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 perspective of it is you work with that whatever that is right that survival that belief whatever mm-hmm. to transform it from actually your survival is not at stake that's how we attend to it mm-hmm. right where we transform the belief into what's real mm-hmm. you, you that the efforting is not coming from you the exhaustion is not coming from you life has an infinite amount of time space and energy to unwind this groove. You can let that go. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just been great just to practice with it and to, uh, you know, to build that group and to, and to kind of sit with it, like the, because the overlying belief is that there's someone who's watching me mm-hmm. to see whether I'm getting it right. There is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. That's but what? here there isn't. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 so practicing behavior change and finding out that if I spend X amount of time on my self care routine in the morning, the world my world doesn't fall apart. 
Again, people don't, you know, whatever all the implications that conditioning wants to play out. And I think that part of the building the group for me is is getting to see that what I'm, you know, experienced, that what I'm being told is actually yes. not part of any experience yes. with this thing is telling me not to do. Yeah, it's the same. I think we're talking about that with Pasha, which is we, we have to sit still through the sensations because what we're trained to do is as soon as the sensations arise, we fail. Mm-hmm. And so we've never found out whether what the condition, conditioning is telling us is true or not. That's part of the program, is we never get to find out. But have that wisdom to go, I'm not moving. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep showing up for what I've committed to doing. Mm-hmm. It's the only way I find out or transform the belief to my experience, which is what gets attended to rather than the proof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's truly a process. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, I I think I just, I I'm, when I just drop everything, well, ego is playing all its cards, cards, you know, <laughs> like just yeah. sitting here, it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like all kinds of physical things, you know, and then I go from almost falling asleep to I mean, run out of the hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or just the whole time you're in working meditation and so. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, if I just drop, drop everything, yeah. then it's better, you know? <laughs> it is, it is, and what, what we give ourselves the leeway, I mean, we, we give ourselves that love, right, that unconditional acceptance to know, I just came from a different place, and I dropped into this, this place, and, it, and then, as we were talking about, all the voices ramp up, and so I just need to use my practice to get back here. And when I drop all of it, it is much better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And isn't it wonderful, Anna, that you know how to do that? Because there was a time when that wouldn't have been possible for you. Yeah. Well, and I had many other things that are written down, because, you know, Igor never wants me to speak up in a um, group because there is no clarity there. <laughs> that's what it, I mean, it makes sure that there is no clarity <laughs> about anything that I had practiced before or any insights. Um, so, yeah. And then later it beats me up over what I said, you know, because it just didn't make any sense. It sounded like crazy or... What should we support it? <laughs> so when you listen to it, you can go back to how much clarity there was. If I, I mean, downward, well, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> listening to those voices in my head, and I drop everything, everything is better. <laughs> Wisdom to be written on tablets. <laughs> well, I wasn't listening. Can you repeat that? <laughs> That's what you said. When I listen to everything, in, when I stop listening to everything in my head, oh. everything is better. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah, but then there's nothing there. <laughs> wow, isn't that, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> I, I mean, that's, I mean I'm, I'm going to losing my mind completely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And so when there is nothing there, perhaps, that's when you take a breath and go, what is that like? Because in that nothing, you're going to notice the warmth of the sun, 
There's a butterfly flying. A yellow sign means caution is fluttering in the breeze. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're present to when this isn't here. Yeah. A lot of nonsense. And I don't need to like try to be present more, you know, like second constantly, oh my gosh, I, it should be different. I should you know, yeah. I need to be present right now. <laughs> you want to drop that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so really when everything is fallen away, then then it's then it's okay. Yeah. It truly is. <laughs> Thank you for that. Scott? Mm-hmm. I was just having this experience. When I, when I got property, I almost always go to the symphony. And uh-huh. one of the things I love about going to the symphony is I, I, I find myself like making God show to each person mm-hmm. because you could just imagine each person and the amount of hours mm-hmm. they've practiced to get to that place and everybody I mean there's the first chair violinist but then I love the percussion section where somebody's maybe like hitting one, the, yeah, one, <laughs> one kind of drum that does it twice through the whole thing but the timing of it is is the you know and if they weren't there and so my experience of being in group was that symphony mm-hmm. that this is, and then feels like a story of love yeah. and that what was arising was just every everyone's practice you know, people who live here, people who have arrived here, and all those hours, all that dedication, and how that's coming into this orchestra, this symphony mm-hmm. of uh, music, mm-hmm. is what I'm experiencing. Yes, that every single person has a role to play, and every single person has practiced in order to be able to, to play the practice symphony, yeah. right? Whatever yeah. that, that is. Yeah, and everybody's perspective and peace is essential. Absolutely essential. And it's a larger metaphor for life. All of us are here. All of us here for whatever it is we're here for. And that all of us are required to be here in order for the music to be this way. Yeah. 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 And that that feels like the story of love right there. And I I never had our time. I I wanted to, I have been looking at Sherry's recent writing in the monastery newsletter mm-hmm. and also what she spoke in group about um, bringing forth a conversation of hatred into a larger um, mm-hmm. circle and I've been looking at that mm-hmm. tracing kind of what I see out when I you know when I have the news available to me tracing those processes and then how, how that's showing up um, here mm-hmm. and um it's sobering, isn't it? It's sobering. And it's, um, it's really, it's actually pretty empowering. Because, you know, like when I'll read the, when I've read the news, it's like, it's really challenging to get any information about whatever they're talking about. It, you know, so if it's about healthcare or the economy, all it, all it really is is how somebody's an idiot for thinking this and how this is the right you know, or if it's something about racism, it's like, are they a racist or not a racist? We don't ever get to have a conversation about, well, what is that? Yeah. How does that happen? Mm-hmm. What, what's harmful about it? Mm-hmm. What's the payoff for participating in that? Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's such a perfect way to keep us from ever looking. And then it seems like, with my experience, everyone, including me, lives in fear of, oh, I don't want to be called that. Yeah. And so, and I just watched that same thing 
go on in my head, and I think what Sherry is pointing at, like, this is a process of hatred. What is being hated is inconsequential. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get a chance to look at the process, it, it'll continue to live on. Yes. And I, 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 it was just dropping in for me when you're saying that, right? Because what you are noticing that the news is about is about the, it's about a bunch of labels, right? It's all pointing fingers, it's all content. And so what we're meant to do is to participate in the debate about the content yeah. in order not to look at the process. Yeah. And what, you are, what you're pointing to is if we could talk about it, what we're talking, we're talking about it. We're not talking about the content, we're talking about it, mm-hmm. the process by which this process is maintained. Yeah. That's the conversation we're never allowed to have. Yeah. And so then to look at it in your head, it's, it's the same process, right? It's, yeah. it's what's going on. There's all this pointing, all of yeah. the what it's all about, yeah. and then we all live in fear of not looking at it. Yeah. And if, if we transform that to let me look at the process, we get to see yeah. how it works. Yeah. And when we see how it works, we don't have to participate in it because we're looking at it, not yeah. looking through it or from it. Yeah. Well, so just a quick example I was watching was that anything separating any process, the ego process of separating me from life is hateful. It is. And so it can sound something, I think sometimes I'll register, like can happen in comparison, I'll register... I don't know, maybe I don't know if that's even true, but like a, a presence in another monk. And then it'll come in, and it'll be like, yeah, they seem really consistent about that. You know, you could be more consistent like that. It's, and yeah. there it is. All of a sudden, I am not, I am separate from, I am not equal to, and that, that is the most hateful thing, that you are not of God. Yes. Oh, Scott. <laughs> yes, Exactly. Exactly. That what what are, what the comparison is in the that the whole process of self hate is what is not right. And the fiendish part of what we don't catch on until we do is it's done in the positive. They're such they're so consistent about that unsaid implied. You're not. Exactly. That's how it keeps it going. Yeah. You're not this. You're not this. You're not this. You're not this. You're not Margaret. <laughs> I mean, you're not that Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Always. Always. And we, we catch it. We're, we're yeah. so trained to look at the affirmation of it and not at the, the negation of it. Yeah. And then, and of course... It's always there. Yeah. And then there's the attention on the content. Yes. Well, I would like to be more consistent. And that is... And it's such a good person thing to It's such a good person thing. And now, da-da-da-da-da... And then they don't get to see that the, the children are playing in a burning building right now. Yeah. You, you've just been made to believe you are outside of mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And it is hateful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, it, and we get confused. It's hateful of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a negation of yeah. existence itself. Yeah. Right? It's that fundamental. Mm. Whew. Yeah. Watch out for it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just so quickly, it's funny because my behavior change when I see myself in a conversation of hate is to just say, I love you, I love you, I love you, or love, 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 yeah. until I'm no longer in that. Yeah. So on that level, it's like, well, I think I'm going to just have to say that all day long. All day long. Why not? Yeah, why because, not? Because it's, it's saying the opposite all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
that's what we're constantly being encouraged to see, right? Five minutes of recording and listening is not going to negate no. whatever, 23 hours and 55 minutes, 55 minutes yeah. of negation. Yeah. Subliminal, yeah. not even overt. Yeah. Boy, I feel the attention just like, yeah. we need to be here. We need to be here. Where when in that hate, there's just a numbness going on, which is what I see in the media. Like, oh, well, that's normal for the leader of the United States to be calling people names all day long. Yeah. You know, it's normal to be in my head and being called names all day long. That's right. And there's something that just isn't here that just goes along with that. Which, which is the fiendish part. Yeah. There's nothing taking a stance for life. Exactly. We've been lulled into sleeping. Yeah. Just writing the communication book, and one of the things we were looking at is somebody asked the question, "What is good communication?" Right? Like we have to do it right. It has to be good uh-huh. communication. How do I do that? And the answer is, when we're here, it is good communication. Not because it's good, but it comes uh-huh. from goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Well, that's, that's exactly what we're talking yeah. about. Whatever is here yeah. is goodness. In order for it not to have expression, mm. there has to be a force of negation operating all the time. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.